It's been an amazing interview day here at Anchor Talk. Hi, I'm Dr. Dan, and I've had the opportunity to interview three top 20 Anchor podcasters today. First, we had Eileen Smith, which we featured earlier. Then I had an opportunity to speak with Simon Says from the UK. We're still waiting for his uh, file to come through from the UK. And next, we are going to feature Rex Barrett from Maven's Top 3. He's a top 20 station but also a featured podcast on Anchor. And he just started July 4th. It's amazing. Uh, Rex is very passionate about life. He loves life. He has hobbies of hobbies, he says, uh, as he'll he'll share with you. He's a pastor. He's a full-time pastor, a father, a family man, and he has found time to start podcasting, which is now his new hobby and new passion. And as he shares, he's had kind of a carryover effect, just the sense of fulfillment of being creative and uh, joining in and connecting with the Anchor community. So you're going to be really blessed by hearing from Rex in this interview. He was kind enough to uh, do a call-in for us, uh, and that's in a sense it's going to be called a shout-about. And I'm going to play that first that makes it easy if you if you haven't followed his station yet to just go ahead and click on it and favorite it. Then we'll follow up with the interview that we did just a short time ago through the Anchor app. And as uh, Rex shares, uh, Anchor is an amazing leverage tool for our time uh, and to just harness our creativity. Uh, we are on a quest to interview 100 Anchor members to get to know you. And uh, Rex is our 17th interview. So make sure that you go ahead and give us a call and uh, sign up at anchorinterviews.com and we will set you up for an interview as well. Now, let's hear from Rex. What's up, everybody? This is Rex Barrett with the Maven's Top 3. I do the hard work of finding the best in media, tech, productivity, and fun, and then pass my top three lists on to you. Hope you enjoy the interview. It is time for another Anchor Profile interview here on Anchor Talk. I'm Dr. Dan, and I am very excited to have with me as my guest today, Rex from Maven's Top 3. Rex, how are you tonight? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. This is going to be great. Yeah. Hey, thanks for doing the interview. Uh, I know... You are uh, are very passionate about Anchor, and and you've really uh, found ways to use it. And you have, I want to just congratulate you on being a featured show on the Anchor app. That is huge. Fancy. Yeah, fancy. Yes, (laughs) fancy-dancy. And uh, your top 20 show and a featured show. So uh, tell, tell us a little bit, just to get started here, how you found out about Anchor and then how things have evolved. Uh, since you uh, started your podcast? Well, I've, I've blogged for a long time and been involved in multiple social networks through the years. I uh, was an early adopter on Twitter in Oklahoma City and actually built a nonprofit kind of off of the back of social networks using Twitter and then using meetup.com. And Great. so I, I always wanted to do a podcast. But the barrier to entry was just always so great. I knew I wanted to have great mics. I wanted to have recording equipment. And then oh, yeah. the largest hurdle was just the idea of editing. And I, I've been a photographer for years, and I love shooting the photos. I hate editing the photos. That's why I stick to film, actually, quite a bit, 
because I just send them off and take them back how they come back, you know, just, just right. take them. Um, sure. So with a podcast, I thought I, I just every, every time I think, okay, I got to get this thing going. That entry, that barrier entry was just too great. So it was on 4th of July and I can't remember if, it was recommended to me on iTunes or if I had searched it out. I can't remember which direction it went, but the Anchor app was brought up. I downloaded that sucker. I posted my first kind of feeler post out there. What the heck is this thing? What am I going to do with it? Posted it to the various social networks and uh, started getting feedback off of it. So it, it's just been since July 4th, the process of honing it, getting better at it, sorting out what my uh, niche might be. So just trying to work it through like that. That is awesome. And I, I know for you, uh, we talked about this a little bit before the interview. Uh, it's just a great time leverage tool, isn't it? Uh, because oh, we're all great. so busy. Yeah. So how, how does that work for you as far as leveraging your time? Cause it, I mean, it takes time to manage a station, but nothing like it would be if you did a full blown traditional podcast, right? That's right. I just decided that this podcast it might not sound 100% like I recorded in a studio. Though I do record what goes out in a podcast, I do record in my RV of enlightenment. If you listen to my show, you know what I'm talking about there. I have an RV set up. I have a mic set up. I have a lightning to I, – I still record on iOS, whether I record on my iPad or my phone. And right. those sound great. But I decided that – that other stuff, the community things that we're doing, the tips that I'm sharing that are kind of like the behind the scenes of the podcast, that sure. I wasn't going to care all that much what the sound was like. And so I, I might be in my truck driving around, or I might be parked in my driveway, or I might have just gotten to work, and I'm going to do that. Or I'm in my office, and I'm on my lunch break, and I'm just going to do it. And each one of those has its kind of unique sound, but that's okay. I just decided that was going to be okay. And you know what? Anchor's algorithm or whatever they're doing to sweeten audio and to make sure that the uh, the background music that kind of hides the rumble of a truck or hides no, that's the true. ceiling fan that's going on, it, it's great. It just it makes it where you're not sacrificing so much. And honestly, I've listened to a side by side of what I'm doing when I'm recording it into a studio and what I'm getting when I'm recording in a quiet room. And when it, by the time it's compressed into a podcast and shot through the internet tubes and into someone's little tiny earbuds that they're listening to it in, there's right. really not a whole heck of a lot of difference. Well, that's true. And people who don't know about Anchor, if they're listening to your podcast, a lot of people may think that you are in a studio, I would think, right? I think, I think they probably do assume that. And the truth is I listen to a lot of podcasts. Well, I'll say this. I listened to a whole lot of podcasts before – jumping on to Anchor. Now I'm listening to a lot of Anchor stations. I still listen to a lot of podcasts. And there are some top-tier podcasts that are made by um, news agencies or made by uh, NPR, things like that. And I listen to their sound quality, and I think, oh, my gosh, we're, we're putting out something similar to that. Now, yes, there's the radio labs out there and the guys who are putting in you know, tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars into their production costs. Right. But for the most part, I feel like I'm tracking with my sound quality just as good as some of the one, some of the podcasts that are getting huge listens. Well, I love the mix of your show, Maven's Top Three. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about the idea for Maven and the Top Three? Well, I've I've been gun shy about the Maven moniker, and I finally just decided to embrace the thing. See, I. Me and my friends, we were reading a book by Malcolm Gladwell, and 
in that book, it talked about there's a bell curve. There's a picture of a bell curve, and there were uh, early adopters. Now, if you've read the book and you say this guy doesn't know what he's talking about, this is how I interpreted the book, and I'm applying the book. There's a sure. difference between reading the book and spitting out knowledge back and then application. So what I applied it as was there's this bell curve of people who are early adopters and people who are setting trends. And in my community here, I've been that. So I've been – if you follow Yelp, if you use Yelp for reviews – um, I was invited into the Yelp Elite program because I was at restaurant openings and posting about them and posting reviews on restaurants. So I was oh, invited great. into that. So people trust me for food recommendations. I get phone calls. A hilarious one happened not too long ago where uh, one of my friends called me up and said, hey, I just heard this commercial on a podcast for Casper Mattress. Is it any good? And so that sent me down the rabbit hole of researching which of the, you know, the beds that you just buy in a box and get shipped to your house. Thankfully, the best one I found was on Amazon, so I've been getting some money off of those. I send an affiliate link every time. <laughs> and uh, so in my, in my community, people come to me and ask me, what should I buy? Um, which ice chest should I get? Do I need to spend that much on a Yeti? What else is there? And I'm the one who gives it. So that's, that, that's what that word is. That's the maven, the one, who's, the one who's helping set the trends, the one who's helping tell other people what they might buy, do, see, um, eat, things like that. And then the top three just happened to come from the fact that I was with a friend and he said, you know, you've got these lists going and you're talking about your favorite thing. You know what people love? Top three lists. And I said, yeah, that's pretty, that's pretty right. So his name was Blake and he was on some earlier shows with me and I, I just did it. I did the top three thing and it worked out. Like my listen started going up and that's, that's awesome. the time. Yeah. That's also the time that, uh, that anchor reached out to me. They sent me an email and said, Hey, we've got some recommendations for you. We'd like, we're considering you as a featured station. Would you do these five or six things and kind of tighten it up, sharpen it up before it was, it was my name, I think in the title. And they said, Hey, can you sharpen that up and, and get a, get a, a real name for it. And uh, also start off your days with what you're doing so that if someone comes in, you got a new user, on the Anchor app. They know what they're getting into. And then also said, if you're going to be featured in a category, because at the time we were playing around with being featured in the lifestyle category, which is the, that's like the junk drawer, right? That's, that's everyone who doesn't necessarily fit into one of the other ones more neatly. And they said, think about which of those you'd like to fit more neatly into. And so I did, I did a few days of the new format and sent them back to it. And within a few hours, I was on the feature station, and that was the awesome. actual shift to the Maven's top three. Wow! Congratulations. Yeah. Well, you you not only give advice on the products and different services, but you have uh, evolved to doing a great mix of of the anchor show, so to speak, that twenty four hour station flow. Can you just talk about that because that's uh, a part of the uh, anchor experience. Yeah, when I got into it, I thought that I would only be using the Anchor app to just mooch its podcasting tools, kind of just right. feel the fact that I could put a bumper in the beginning, do transitions, put music behind, and I thought that that's all it was going to be. Then a few people jumped in, and I became – immediately Tim Time and I connected. Uh, Tim <laughs> and I have similar backgrounds, uh, working for nonprofits, helping to plant churches around the United States and around the world. We have similar We have similar roles, and we – didn't even know that at first. I don't even know how we connected. We both, I think he was July 4th too. And yeah, somehow that's right. early he, on, he yeah, 
Yeah, so somehow early on, he and I connected, and we started a Slack channel with Leslie, you know, uh, with Leslie Speaks. Uh-huh. And we started talking about, hey, what, how do you use this thing better? What do you think of this? Did you see what so-and-so did? Um, look at the charts. You think there's a way we can start making those charts too? And so we kind of had a, a secret back channel where we're, we're talking about That's cool. how, to, how to climb the charts and how we can help each other out. And so that was, that was my introduction to this community, the three of us sorting out our way without a whole lot of – you know, Anchor doesn't have a whole lot of documentation. The, some of the stuff that you see that they push you to is it's old. It's for maybe Anchor 1 or it's for a, a different version of the app that's not as helpful now. And so we're all kind of learning this thing as we go. That's why I like your station in that I'm learning uh, details on how to use it, little tips and tricks, little nuggets that are, that are hidden and not very well documented. And so, yeah, that's, I don't know if I got back to your question. I just started rambling because that's what I do best. (laughs) (laughs) Well, no, we're all learning together. And in, I think we've all started about the same time. Uh, I may have started a couple of weeks uh, before you, but, uh, I didn't know much at all about 2.0 and I, uh, in, in Anchor, and I thought you know, the best way to learn it is just to kind of start doing a tips and tutorial thing. And so I just decided I wanted to learn this app inside and out. And I think we've all just learned and evolved about the same time. It's kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. So tying it back into using Anchor as a 24-hour station and using it as a podcast, I just right. thought, okay, I'm going to keep on doing the podcast because I'm getting I'm – getting, you know, for me, I feel like I'm getting some huge listens on the podcast itself. And I am not having a whole lot of luck uh, at transitioning my friends from the podcast to Anchor to join in. Sure, I've gotten them to use the app just to call in so that I could use it on the station. But they're not sticking. That's I, the community that I'm developing here, other than one person on my dial, I, I, that's still a favorite of mine. I, I, don't, I, don't, I haven't favored it a whole lot of people. Um, my, my favorite list is relatively small. And so there's only one person on that list that I actually know, know in real life. The okay. rest of that community has been developed and grown on Anchor itself. And so that's the dilemma. And that's where I've gone back and forth through it. It's like, okay, I want to put out this product and I want my friends to come in and join in. But for some reason, and I think it's because of the way that Anchor kind of presents itself, it presents itself as a way for you to make a podcast and for you to have your voice heard. When the bigger number of people, the, the vast majority of people are probably going to want to be content consumers and not content creators. And the way the app is framed and the way the app is laid out, I think that it's built for us creators more than the consumers. My wife, she's been on several times now, and she's not going to create. She's not going to do it. She, her medium is writing. She's going to sit at a keyboard, and she's going to type something out. But she's not going to put her voice out there. And I see her using the app, and it's just not built for her in the same way that it is for someone who wants to engage community and wants to create content. Um, maybe that makes sense, but uh, yeah, I can. <laughs> we could elaborate, or we can move on. <laughs> yeah, no. Well, it, it, what the cool thing is is uh, even among content creators, there's a sense of community. And yes. so then you, you get call-ins, you get shout-outs, you get comments from each other. And even if it is, uh, you know, kind of a, a niche tribe, uh, there's there's that experience beyond just like you said, using it as a podcast tool. You know, you get to That's know right. people. And so uh, I see that as an extra bonus in a sense. It's so funny to see, too, how 
the culture of this thing kind of ebbs and flows. You know, I, I, one night it was just, I was being silly and I opened my refrigerator and my kids were asleep and I did not want to wake them up. And so I just pulled out my phone and I, I was literally, my head was in the refrigerator and I didn't want to wake them up. And so I just whispered, Snapchat. I just, it, I just whispered, Snapchat, Snapchat. And I talked okay. about the top three snacks that I was going to grab out of my fridge at that time. You know, like green olives, a pepperoni stick, you know, whatever. And I said, what are you eating for snacks? And it's so hilarious because all through the night, and, and honestly, I get calls nearly every day, calling almost every day about snack chat and what people are eating. And that has been just a hilarious one that hits typically. I don't know if you've seen them. I mean, they're like 10, 11, 12 at night. People are calling in, telling what they're eating before they go to bed. And that's been one of those, who knew? Like, who who knew that that would be something that people would call in whispering, sharing what they're eating. But that's kind of been one of the hubs of my station. <laughs> that is awesome. I remember the night you did that. And I think I was one who called in and that kind of you went did. anchor viral. I mean, it really it did. Kinda that did. Was fun. It kind of yeah. did. And then people try to f- track down, like, where did this whispering thing start? Cause everyone started jumping on the bandwagon and whispering and talking about their food and, it just it was really humorous to be a part of and I love I love that part of the community for sure. And I'm excited to see what the next little thing that'll grab hold will be. Sure. Well I think uh there's a sense of community and there's a lot of positiveness and a good sense of humor among a lot of the content creators, don't you think? Yeah. Yeah, people are funny, man. I love it. You got just <laughs> Jennifer who built I don't know if you follow her, but she just built yes. a conversation with Gnome Alone. And I think that's yes. one of the things people are going to explore for a while with the trimming tool. And so she did a back and forth. Uh, Lulu's done some back and forth like that. That's been funny. Uh, it's been good. That's a, that's, that's another a one that people are exploring. Yeah. A lot of creativity. Well, let me ask you, uh, you mentioned planning churches. Now you are a full-time pastor. Uh, that's tell right. us a little, yeah, bit, a little bit about that. Well, you know, I went to Bible college as a, you know, right out of high school. I always knew I was going to be a pastor. Like when I was a little boy, um, I was probably first or second grade, teachers would say, you know, it's your birthday, right? And they've got the chart up. What are you going to be when you grow up? And I always told people I was going to be a professional baseball player and a pastor. That was always the thing. And so as I grew up, that was just, that was the plan. I mean, even through high school, I just let it be known. That was what I was going to be. So I went to Bible college after graduating from high school and, uh, got my first internship at a church. Well, I did uh, education. I, I did that too. And I actually, the first thing I did was become a school teacher. So I was working at a private Christian school teaching theology, and that was at 21 years old. Got my first gig. And so over the course of working for that private Christian school with the church that was there, I started working with the youth group and eventually became the youth pastor there, you know, the youth director working with kids. Yeah. So I was with that church for 10 years and eventually became what's called in the, the church realm the executive pastor, which is basically a good phrase for the number two guy, right? I'm a, I'm a great number two guy. I'm the, I, I don't think I'll ever be the lead man, but I'm happy and content to be the number two guy. Well, great. I left that church, and I wanted to, I wanted to figure out if there was a way to serve the needs of the city in a greater way. I wanted to devote all of my time to it. And so that's what I did. I took a couple of years off from professional clergy, and I just experimented with the idea of building a volunteer service network 
on the back of Twitter and meetup.com. And it blew up. I mean, we, we had four, Great. five, six hundred volunteers that were serving all over the city. And I got a pastor in town reached out to me and said, hey, you're doing great work. I was wondering if maybe you would like to take the work you're doing and do it out of a church building that we're looking at buying right now. And Very so I nice. went out to lunch with the guy. His name was Josh. Went out to lunch with the guy. He and I hit it off, and it wasn't long before I was working at that church as a director of ministries. And then, let's see, this is coming up on my seventh year. October 31st will be my seventh year working at this church called Frontline, and it's in central Oklahoma. We're in Oklahoma City, Edmond, Shawnee, uh, south Oklahoma City. And we're also planting churches all around the United States and all around the world that aren't named Frontline. We're just helping fund them, resource them, train them so that they can be churches that are multiplying into other parts of the world, too. We're about to send our first church plant into India, into Mumbai. So we're really excited about that, too. And uh, I'm the director of operations, so I work for the, the central good of the church. I do HR. I do the finances. I'm over communication. Uh, and oversee and facilitate all of the meetings that we have, just keeping everybody on the same page. So that's my main gig. That's awesome. Well, that that's very exciting. You're doing some great work there. And so let me ask you, uh, your show uh, is, is consistent. I mean, it, it it's every day, and it's multiple times a day. And so give people an idea of how now you manage a – top 20 uh, featured uh, show on Anchor and podcast while you're doing all these things with uh, your church, but also your family? Well, I, there's a, it's a lot. But my wife is, funny enough, she said to me, wow, this is not, when I told her I was going to do a podcast, she said, this does not take as much time from us as I thought it would. And as a matter of fact, you know, you've huh. got, phenomenal people like Miss Eileen, who my wife and my daughter, my six-year-old daughter, Stella, are absolutely in love with. It doesn't doesn't count against any of the time that I'm doing this for them. That's like adding to their life, right? Uh, So how? here's the deal. I think Anchor has contributed to make me more creative. Uh, More creative Rex is a more enjoyable Rex to be around. I have found that you know, I, I'm a, I'm a, I love hobbies. Collecting hobbies is my hobby. Like, I'm not even joking. Through the years, I've done everything from I, one year I decided my hobby was going to be running. So I, and it's, a, it's hilarious because at the time I was 230 pounds and I couldn't even run a block, you know. And I decided somehow that running was going to be my thing. And I researched and I researched the best shoes and I researched the best training regimen. And in one year, I ran 1,000 miles. And then I thought I would take a few weeks off, and I decided that my new hobby was going to be baking cakes, and I completely devastated the uh, previous year of 1,000 miles running. Um, (laughs) So baking cakes, outdoor stuff. I love kayaking. So one, this was two years ago. I decided we were going to do kayaks and mountain bikes, and we traveled over the United States and went to one of the top five mountain biking trails in all of the world. And so just researching and collecting hobbies is my hobby. And Anchor has become a hobby that I've just been excited about. And that excitement has carried over into my personal life where I feel like I'm better to be around. Um, My creative juices are flowing. So the stress that I normally carry from work and from life has just kind of fallen off because of the humor, the camaraderie, the relationships. 
and having a creative outlet, I think, is making me uh, just a better person in that. And then at work, I feel like I've been more creative lately. And I've even had some people shoot me emails and, and send me some encouragement, some texts, and say, hey, this, what you've been doing is really, really good. Talking about work, not talking about Anchor at all. And I kind of attribute it to a grace, uh, just a, a common grace from being able to work with Anchor. And what I mean by that is what a, what a cool gift this is with the inventors that are making this app. But then it's doing something inside me where it's helping me stay focused, calm, creative, um, on the ball, thinking about how I can help others, not just on a podcast, but in, in real life around me. So I think that it's actually been helpful. That is an amazing perspective and one that I can uh, identify with also because I'm a full-time chiropractor and uh, I have worked uh, anchor in and around all the things I do, but there's been a, a, like you said, a carryover effect or a spillover effect to where, you know, I'm a creative person too. And it just, uh, yeah, it's a positive thing. And so it's really cool to hear you say that. that. Thanks for sharing that. Yeah, whenever that, those creative juices get bottled up and just backed up, it, it's so funny because when that, if that outlet, if it's not going out, somehow that energy, that, uh, that creative energy, that, that mojo, whatever that is, that thing that's getting us to do what we do, when that backs up, it, it turns dark. Um, you, it, turns, it turns into frustration because you're not – putting stuff out there that you really want to do. You're kicking yourself because you really meant to do that thing that day. You're down on yourself and you're frustrated and that frustration carries over to your spouse or your kids or the people that you're working with. But I feel like when we're, when we're putting the stuff that we feel like placed inside of us back into the world, that, that, that flow is just happening and that flow continues to affect every bit of our life. That's awesome. Uh, Fantastic. Well, Rex, uh, you are a great blessing to the Anchor community, and it's uh, uh, really been fun uh, to kind of all learn together here. What What do you see as the future of Anchor as an app and, and just, I guess, this tribe of uh, content creators? Boy, I don't know. I know I can only – I'll speak from my perspective of what I would like to see happen. Yeah. I would like to see the podcasting tools continue to be honed. Um, I'd like to see, for example, I'd like um, a little more space in the show notes. That's that's a bit frustrating to be, they're so truncated, you know, just the show titles, the segment titles right. kind of go in there. Um like to see more control on timing and how we release our podcast and maybe even um, how we can set up how we communicate that or have that tweeted out or put onto Facebook, a little more customization or for uh for it to be repeated out there, scheduling. And I know that there are external things that can do all those, but just tools that will help us create and get that content out there better. And, you know, internally, I think that, oh, one other thing externally that I, I just don't understand is why I can't, why if I share an episode right now, like let's say I make an episode out of today, I share it right now on Facebook. Someone could listen to it right now, but tomorrow after it falls off my station, when they click that thing that I just described as an episode, they're going to get today's 24 hours instead of that thing that I described. So I'd love, I know we can export it to a podcast or take it from iTunes or take it from wherever we're placing them. But I would like to, I would like more engagement to happen around anchor. 
because I would really like to see some more of my friends in real life jump on and get to experience the community that I'm experiencing and kind of get fast forwarded into it. But I don't know that the sharing tools facilitate that, especially when Facebook is delaying things that are seen. Some of my friends don't see something that I post for more than 24 hours. Oh, right. Everything rolls off. They're not seeing, they're not seeing it instantly when I post anymore. Um, That's getting delayed. And so, that's a great point, and here's what I found by trial and error, because I'll, I'll, I'm frustrated with that same thing, uh, is that it's the individual audio segments that, if you post it, that fall off. Now, if you save an episode, the best thing to do is to actually, from the episode tab, click share from the episode, and then you can share that episode. It well, will stay. But well, I will try that. Yeah, yeah I, but here, but I tried that, it. and it, did not, it didn't work for me. Now, maybe it could have been a bug on the exact moment that I was doing it, but yeah. it didn't share for me. So if you're saying it works, I trust you because you're the, kind of the king on this stuff. Well, uh, but here's what I found. So you look at your episode, and, you, and instinctually you, know, you would click on it, and then you go to the first segment. And then if you go to share that, no, you don't want to do that. What you want to do is actually share it without going into it. So yeah, just just experiment with that, and I'll uh, try that. That's what I did, and I, it didn't work for me. But that's that's what I will try again, and we'll see if it works. <laughs> yeah, there's no well, telling what kind of bugs will be out there. <laughs> well, here, here's the thing: I, in the short time uh, that I've been back, because I was actually a, a 1.0 early adopter like a year and a half ago, and came back when the podcast features came out. Uh, just the updates that the anchor team has made in the last six, seven weeks have been really great. And so I just yeah. have this kind of inner confidence that they're going to keep coming out with more feature updates that will probably be very good. So yeah, uh, it, it's yeah. cool to be in it. And, and I'm telling people, learn 2.0 as best you can because 3.0 is going to have a lot of enriched features, I would think. Yeah, I think so. I think so. So, uh, Rex, you have a great website maven.show i love your unique uh, domain name there tell us about that i was just at it you got some great uh notes show notes and blog entries tell us a little bit about that yeah maven.show is you'll notice that it transitions i just have it forwarding right now to rexbaird.com rexbaird.com is something i've had to since i don't know i think you could probably scroll back to at least 2013 something like that it might even go back further than that but I've been a productivity coach for years, too. Um, I help business leaders and church leaders become more productive, how to you know, manage email, manage teams, things like that. I've been sent to trainings and had courses in team building. And so that's kind awesome. of been a repository there. And I, I just want, I want to empower people to make really good decisions. Um, and I think that I've collected a lot of great information and I feel like that I've also put a lot of great information into that website. And so that's a beautiful thing about, uh, about Anchor, too, is that I'm repurposing some of it. So some of the archives in the past, I'm grabbing them. I'm making them right. current. So I'm bringing them up to the three or four years to, that it's been, recording it as a podcast, and sticking it back up at the top of the blog, getting more people to read it and hear it and see it. Fantastic. So maven.show. And how can people get in touch with you and connect outside of Anchor on other social media? Twitter is the best. I'm there, and it's RexBOKC, R-E-X-B for Rex Barrett, RexBOKC. I'm on Instagram at the same, 
And I'm on Facebook, Rex Barrett, two R's, two T's. can email me, too, if you want, rex at maven.show. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, Rex, looking forward to uh, continuing to listen to your station and uh, just kind of connect on Anchor. It, it's fun, and it sounds like we both uh, really are blessed by just keeping, like you said, keeping the creative juices flowing and uh, just uh, creating content and uh, sharing it with other people, which is pretty fun. Yeah, it's great. Man, I appreciate you doing this. What a fun process you have right now, getting all these people interviewed and You've got a lot going on. I'm really excited for you, and I'm glad that you're doing this for the community. Thank you so much. Well, I'm getting the most out of it. I mean, you're the 17th different anchor member I've interviewed, and it, it's <laughs> just been absolutely fascinating, the, the different That's awesome. uh, backgrounds and the uh, different uh, passions that people have. Uh, so it, it's it's great. And uh, if I can ask you, uh, Kelly Noble Mirabelli gave me a, a great – Mirabella gave me a good idea – that we're kind of doing, and we're calling it a shout about. And so what we're trying to do is time, when we do an interview like we've just done with you, is if you could do a call-in, uh, while it's fresh on your mind perhaps after we get off this interview, and just in one minute or less, give us kind of a, a preview, uh, an overview rather, of Maven's top three that okay. then I can do right uh, with or next to when I post the interview and as Kelly pointed out, that makes it easy for people, oh, there you're right there, and they can just click on it and follow you. And so, That's great. And, of course, you can uh, echo it back and use that content yourself. Yeah, I thought it was a great idea. So we're calling it a shout about, but it's really a call-in. Yeah, so, uh, I'm in. So kind of couple it with the interview, that would be wonderful. Well, thanks, Rex. It. Hey, Thank you're number you. 17 on our uh, hit parade towards 100. That's our goal in 2017 to uh, interview 100 anchor members. It's been nice. quite a journey so far. And uh, just like Rex did, all you have to do is go to anchorinterviews.com. We would love to hear from you. You don't have to be a top 20 or a featured station. If you just started podcasting, we'd love to hear from you. We just want to get to know you and welcome you to the anchor family. Rex, you're awesome. You're a blessing. Appreciate you. Thank you very much. Appreciate okay, thank you, too. You. Thank you. bye I had an awesome interview with Rex Barrett from Maven's Top 3 yesterday, and it's posted on our station. I'm going to save it as podcast episode 61, so make sure you listen to that. Rex is a full-time pastor and a great lover of life and has a featured station here on Anchor. He's just started since July 4th. He is a master of technology and uh, all the things that are uh, trending and so check his station out, Maven's Top 3. I just want to uh, kind of do a throwback rapid-fire tip that he shared a while back. And this is amazing. Uh, he talks about uh, an app on the iPhone. It's another browser called iCab, I-C-A-B. And it enables you to open up the web clipper, anchor.fm slash clip, and then uh, he, he did it quickly in a one-minute uh, call-in to me. So he talks quick, because that's why I'm giving you a little extra uh, info here. But once you download that, and, and I think that there's a small cost, but it's definitely worth it. The bottom line is you can do the web clipper on your phone. How cool is that? I mean, this is one of the best secret tips that I've heard of. So I've got to give Rex total kudos for it. 
I use it quite often. And uh, so you once you open iCab, then you hit the puzzle piece at the bottom. Okay, it's part of the app. It's part of the browser. Then you scroll down, and there's all these uh, options. Uh, iCab is just really cool for developers, and it's really geeky. And then you find the thing that says screen resolution. And then you choose, I think it's 768. And basically what that does, it, it simulates then the desktop. And then you're able to get the same uh, view as you would on a desktop. And then you can hit choose. And if you've saved a file to Dropbox, then you can just put it right in there and you can do the web clipper on your phone. So just had to, uh, in honor of Rex, and this amazing rapid fire tip. I wanted to share this again and I'll let him describe it in a call in next. Anchor.fm forward slash clipper is Anchor's desktop uploading method. Until now, you were not able to upload previously recorded audio from your phones. What if I told you the code has been cracked? Record some audio and voice notes. Maybe you're driving, you want to be safe. Maybe you're collecting ambient sounds. What about using an iOS music creation app? Export that audio into your Dropbox or iCloud Drive. Download iCab Mobile on the Apple App Store. Head to Clipper. Go to the puzzle piece that represents plugins and choose virtual screen size. Choose 768 pixels wide to emulate the width of your desktop computer's browser. Choose the audio you want to share with the world from Dropbox or your iCloud Drive. Drop the background track in. Choose your post-clip transition. Add that beautiful link that you're not able to do in the Anchor app, and boom, you've done the entire process on your phone. One bit of oddity. If you don't add a background track, this will not work. Have fun. Rapid fire tip. When someone favorites your station, you get a notification and it's in your activity feed. Go ahead and favorite them back right away. Click on their link. Go to their profile. Click listen. Just listen to a little bit of their content just to get a, a taste of it. Look at their profile description, click call in, give them a quick call in to thank them for their station fave and that you've done the same thing and you look forward to connecting on Anchor. It takes about one to two minutes. Do it right away and uh, you, you'll be connected. What I've done in the past is say, oh, I'll get to that later and then sometimes it doesn't happen. So I think it's a really nice thing to do to uh, really let people know that you appreciate when they give you a fave and you want to return it.